Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. This is Elisha Ministries coming at you once again. Amen. Finally getting back on track with our, our broadcast and everything. This is our Thursday night broadcast. Amen. Where it can be a podcast maybe or webcast, which is what we're doing tonight. Amen. And I just want to say to you out there in listening land, hallelujah, be it if you're watching live or if you happen to be uh, watching this at a later date, I want you to know, amen, that, you know, I want you to be encouraged. That's what tonight is about, amen, with all the things that are happening in the world, amen. I, I want you to be encouraged. The Lord wants you to be encouraged. Amen. And so tonight I want to talk to you, amen, share with you, encourage you, amen, uh, about the question of peace in a turbulent world. The question of peace in a turbulent world. Now, peace is something everyone wants, yet you seem to find it. So the question really becomes, Excuse me, what is peace? Well, it could be defined as tranquility, uh, harmony, security. Depending on the situation, it could mean prosperity or well-being. Various forms of the word peace are found over 400 times in the King James Version of the Bible. There are different kinds of peace. There's different kinds of uh, false peace, inner, there's inner peace, there's peace with God and peace with man. If you turn to Matthew 24, verses 6 through, 6 through 13, it says this, and you will hear wars and rumors of war, amen, and, and see that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. Are we not living in a world today where is to, we seem to be on the precipice of some type of war yet again. You look, on, you, you, you look across the vast news media and you see about all the various earthquakes and things that are happening in Iceland and you know, in, in all the various places of the world, in Asia, all these things going on. But it says, see that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For a nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famine, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. <laughs> we just ran through a, 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 I wouldn't call it a pestilence, but you know, we've been through the, the pandemic. Amen. There are some that are reporting that this coming year, 2024, amen, in this year, there are going to be a famine, amen, there are going to be food shortages. But the word of God says, amen, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to, uh, to tribulation, kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Now, we're talking about the word of God. We're talking about believers. I'm talking about, about Christians. 
Okay, talking about those those of us that have decided and accepted that Jesus Christ is who he said he is. He is the son of God. Amen. He is the savior of the world. Hallelujah. And personally, he is my Lord and my Savior. We can see the persecution of the church, even in America, more so as the weeks and months go by than ever before. We see the persecution of the church, believers all around the world. Muslim nations in China and Asia, and again, right here in America. But the word of God goes on and says, says, and then many will be offended, that is believers now, the people that say that they're believers, and they will betray one another and hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, are we not beginning to see, are we not seeing the beginnings of lawlessness, at least here in America, like we've never seen it before? We, we have said so many times that America is, is a nation of law. And, 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 and now we see from our leadership in the White House all the way down to the local level where the laws are just being discarded, they're not being obeyed, they're not being enforced, and we are slowly slipping out of a nation of laws into a nation of lawlessness. Amen? Hallelujah. It says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Again, I'm reading to you Matthew 24, verses 6 through 13. But the Bible goes on. Here's your first step of, first word of encouragement I want to share with you. It says, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Amen. Let us not become one of those, amen, hallelujah, that betray one another and hate one another. Amen. Begin to follow false prophets. Amen. But let us be the ones, amen, who endure to the end, for they shall be saved. Talk about the question of peace and interpreting the world. How can you have peace when all this chaos in, in our political world and our economic system, amen, in our, on our jobs, in our homes, with our families, you know, even in the church, there's so much turbulence. And so the question becomes, what is peace? How do we get this peace? How do we maintain this peace in this turbulent world? Now we understand, we know, and I believe, amen. Word, amen. Peace is used in the in uh, uh, three main ways. First, there's psychological peace. That's a peace within. Third, there is a rel relational peace. That is peace among mankind. Peace with one another. Peace between brothers and sisters. Relationships between people, nation, and God with me. Shalom. Peace is a desired status 
in each and every one of these areas that I've spoken to you about. And shalom is often tied to a covenant or, or that is, amen, a promise kept. For example, a familiar friend, someone with whom you would be at ease, a, a trusted companion, amen, peace or shalom was the standard greeting. And in many cultures today, amen, it is still used in such a way. Peace is directly related, hear this now, peace is directly related to the action and attitude of individuals, but it is ultimately a gift from God. Now let me say that again. Peace is directly related to the actions and attitude of individuals, but it is ultimately a gift from God. Presence of peace indicates God's blessing on man's obedience and faith. But understand, there is no peace for the wicked. That's why we see the chaos. That's why we see the upheaval, amen, the turbulence in the world today, because we have people, amen, that are not at peace at first, first of all, with God. They're not at peace, amen, with Jesus Christ, amen. And so therefore, man, because they have no peace with God, they bring turbulence, they bring, they bring chaos, they bring troubles into the world, into all their circumstances, into all their relationships. See, because there is no peace, they have no peace because they don't know God. And so when you don't know God, amen, you don't know peace. But if you know God, Come on now, you know peace. The questions of peace in a turbulent world. You know, when we're children, amen, I, I think about this many times as I've gotten older. You know, I remember being a child that I didn't have any cares of the world. It seemed like all I knew was peace. You know, all I knew was, especially in the summertime, you get up in the summertime, you, you did whatever work that we had to do around the house, and then bam, we was out the door, we was playing all day, and we just had, and we was at peace with each other. It was just great. But the older I got and the more knowledgeable I got about things going on around me, now, this is BC, before Christ, amen, the more I realized, amen, in this world, trouble. And so I tried to hide myself from the world and those troubles by getting involved in all kinds of things I shouldn't have got involved in. Everything from drinking to drugs and everything in between. Because I was trying to find a peace within me that I did not realize at the time I didn't have the capacity or the capability to have. And so again, I say to you, peace is directly related to the actions and attitudes of individuals. Because I had no peace, the things that I were doing in my life, amen, the actions that I were doing, that I was doing, amen, and the relationships that I were involved in, amen, was a direct result of me not having peace in my life because I had no relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ. Therefore, I had no peace with God. In the New Testament, the Greek word for peace is irene. It's a Greek word and refers to rest and 
tranquility. The key focus of peace in the New Testament is what the advent of Jesus Christ, come on now, is announced by the angels in Luke 2.14, peace on earth. Isaiah had predicted the Messiah would be what? The Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9.6. And he, he, he is called the Lord of Peace in 2 Thessalonians 3.16. See, those scriptures indicate to us that if we really want peace in first of all, our own individual lives, it starts with a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not talking about a man, a, a, a long distance relationship. I'm not talking about a man, you know, a church. I want to say a relationship where, you know, sometimes we're in a relationship, sometimes we're not. You know, but I'm talking about they sold out for sure. I'm in love with you, Lord. Hallelujah. There is number for you. Hallelujah. I accept you. I want you. I desire you. I love you. Hallelujah. I'm talking about relationship with Jesus Christ, amen, that will bring true inner peace to your life. Mm -hmm. How is that so? It is through Christ's work of justification that we can have peace with God. That's Romans 5 1. And that peace will keep our heart and mind secure. That's Philippians 4 7. You see, my brothers and sisters, there is no peace without God. The chaos in the world is because the world is rejecting the Lord, rejecting, amen, his extended arms, his extended hope to give us the peace that we desire. But because man is so caught up in himself and not willing to accept the peace of God, we see the chaos that not having peace with God brings from A to Z. A, you can go, you can say abortion, amen, because we don't have peace with God. Because we don't have peace with God, we don't have a problem with killing innocent children. We don't have peace with God. We don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So therefore, we don't have a problem with going into our schools, amen, and teaching our children, amen, about all kind of immorality. And, and sexual immorality, amen, that they have no business being exposed to. We don't have a problem with taking our children to drag queen activities. Mm -hmm. We don't have a problem turning a blind eye okay, to the woman getting abused next door, to the little boy being abused down the street. Because we don't have any peace, we don't have any love in our hearts, amen. And, and so it's easy for us to reject that and turn away and, and focus on ourselves. You know, we're self-centered instead of Christ-centered. So since we're not Christ-centered, amen, I have no desire, amen, to seek peace for you because I got no But the second, th second Thessalonians 3.16 say, he is called the Lord of peace. So what I'm trying to get you to understand, my brothers and sisters tonight, hallelujah, I, I know we, 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 we have all kinds of things happening around us in the world today. You know, people are working double jobs, trying to make ends meet, 
you know, doing their best, amen, to, to be faithful to the Lord and trust in God. And, and sometimes it feels like, Lord, what else can I do? I don't know what to do, Lord. Am I going to make it? You know, there's old saying, amen, it says, you know, sometimes you reach into your bank account and you realize you got more month than you got money left in your bank account. And that brings anxiety, no peace. God don't have enough money, so therefore, amen, you might have an issue with putting food on the table, no peace. Because you having trouble doing those basic things, amen, then there can be a situation or a circumstance where now it becomes an issue between the husband and the wife because the wife doesn't feel secure and she's concerned and he's concerned that things are not going to make it and they begin to fuss and struggle with one another. No peace. But I come by to tell you, amen, that through Christ's work of justification that we can have peace, first of all, with God. That that peace will keep our hearts and minds secure. God commands us to seek peace. Amen. We should make every effort to do what leads to peace. Now understand, I, 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 I understand. Of course, there will be some people who do not desire peace. That, that co-worker, that family member, uh, that neighbor down the street, that neighbor next door, amen. The cashier in the store, there are going to be people that you're going to run into Amen. Do do not desire peace. But we are still, that is, we that are believers, we that are ecclesia, the called out ones, we that are called ourselves Christians, amen. Uh, we are commanded to do our utmost to be at peace with everyone. That's Romans 12, 18. You see, if there's going to be peace in the world, it first starts with our relationship with God, the Father, through Jesus Christ. That's how peace comes into the world. That, that's how the chaos in this world brings is subsided and brought down. Jesus gave his disciples peace based on the truth that what? That he has overcome the world. John 14, 27. Also 16, 33. Peace is a fruit of the spirit. So, if we are allowing the Spirit of God to rule in our lives, come on, somebody, we will experience His peace. Escalations 5, 22 and 23. To be spiritually minded brings life, peace, according to Romans 8, 6. See, I'm not trying to give you my opinion. I'm not trying to you know, be, be some great philosopher. I'm trying to give you the tools, the word, amen, the scriptures, amen, and hopefully some wisdom and understanding, amen, to understand that even though the world is in chaos, you don't have to be. Even though the world is, 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 is struggling, amen, with, their, with, with themselves, with one another, amen, with family members on the job and on and on and on, you that are believers in Jesus Christ, I come by to tell you tonight, you can have peace. Glory. 
Ooh, glory. And just let me say this, amen. Hallelujah, that peace, amen. It, 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 it's, things are not going to necessarily get better in the sense that, you know, there's not going to be famines, there's not going to be wars, there's not going to be earthquakes and, and all those things. But see, those are the external, those are the carnal things, those are the worldly things. And what the Lord wants us to understand is that in the midst of all of those things, we can still have peace because of our relationship with him and through him. Mm -hmm. So understand the world will continue to have wars. There's going to be interpersonal conflict until Jesus comes to establish true lasting peace. But God will give his peace to those who trust him. So we don't have to wait for the Lord to, to come again. Hallelujah. We can have the peace that we seek in our lives today, right now. Mm. <laughs> oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. My Lord. His peace, God will give to those who trust him. <laughs> You see, you, you got to put your faith somewhere. Stop putting it in yourself. Stop putting it in that person, that person, this person, that thing, and that. Put it in Jesus Christ. Amen. Put it in Jesus Christ. Why? We can have his peace if we trust him because Jesus took what? The chastisement. Come on now. He took the chastisement of our peace, that is, amen. He took, amen, all the punishment. He took all the beatings, amen. He took all the hate. He took everything, amen, that was necessary for us, amen, to have peace. Isaiah 53 and 5. And because he has, it has made it possible for us to have peace with God. Now, once his peace, amen, rules our heart, we're able to share that peace with others. See how, see how this thing works? We become publishers, that is, producers of, amen, re, re, redistributors of peace. Isaiah 52 and 7. We become ministers of reconciliation. How do you get peace? You get rid of wars and rumors of wars and agitation and all those things. We become, amen, uh, ministers of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5 18. Are you looking for peace today? Do you want peace today? I do. You know, when you have peace, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're not concerned about what's going on around. It doesn't mean, Amen, that um, because you have this peace from God that you you're 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 not, Amen, looking at the things that are happening and wondering, you know, what you need to do. I say that in the sense that you are a believer in Jesus Christ. And because you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you understand that all things work to the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. So in other words, amen, even though we are in the valley, amen, we can walk through the valley. Hallelujah. Even though we're in the midst of the storm, we can walk on the water. Come on, somebody. Amen. The storm is happening all around us in the world, but we can have peace in that. Because we know that God has everything under control. 
When we were kids, what was the song? He's got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole world in his hand. God's got it under control. And because you and I have our faith in Jesus Christ, amen, the son of the one and only living God, amen, we also can have peace because we understand he's got the whole world in his hand. <laughs> amen. Amen. He has everything under control. Amen. So I prepare to close with this. I don't hope I haven't been with you too long. I didn't plan on being, but I, I just want you to be encouraged. I don't want you to get worried about what you've heard about today, what you've read about today, what may come tomorrow. Amen. And day after that, death until the Lord comes. Those things is already shared with you. The word is already clear. All those things must happen. But to understand that, the Bible says that sin has destroyed or at least seriously affected, amen, the peace of the world. Understand that when, when, when God was created, when, when man was created, we were at peace with God. We were at peace with him, with ourselves, and we were at peace with each other. But when God, amen, when we turned away from God, when we rebelled against God, Man lost peace in every avenue, in every venue of life. Every dimension of peace can be restored. Now understand, I can't, you can't, man cannot bring this peace about. But God certainly can, and God certainly has. Jesus Christ, God's only son, was sent into the world to take away our sins, by his death on the cross, therefore making it possible for us to be at peace. That is, at peace with God, at peace with the, within ourselves, and at peace with each other. By his resurrection from the dead, Christ showed once and for all that God desires that all people know perfect peace. For he himself is our peace. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near. Ephesians 2, 14 through 17. Christ provides the power to man, to you and I, to overcome every sin. And he can break the ropes of the fetters, the chains of sin. But us individually, each person must repent. Confess, commit, and surrender to Christ first. Right now, it can be settled, and man can know the peace, joy, and fellowship of God with himself and with, uh, with others. I'll close with this. These things I have spoken to you. It's the Lord. Amen. John 16 and 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In order to have peace, we must possess the peace given. If you do not know God, you do not know peace. But if you know God, you know peace. Hallelujah. Well, amen. I thank you for tuning in uh, this evening.
I hope you were encouraged, amen. I want you to know, amen, here at Elisha Ministries, we are going day by day trying to improve what we do, how we do, and share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you can have peace in the world, amen, that you can have hope in the world. I encourage you, amen, to go to our website, amen. You can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, there, we, we on our newsletter, we deal primarily with, you know, things of prophecy, to, uh, not that you become great knowledgeable and quoted of knowledge, but to give you an opportunity, amen, to, to see what the Bible says that are happening in our current events today if they line up with prophecy. So that what? So that we can be prepared, amen, to meet him in the end. Also there, amen, that we have other videos, amen, preachings and teachings, amen, to encourage you in your walk. And if you have any questions or anything that you would like to share or to say, or questions you want to ask, by all means, amen, hit us up at ministries.net and go to our comments or, or, or share, amen, on our contact page, share with your concerns, and we will do our best, amen, we will get back with you. Well, saints, that's all I have tonight. Again, God bless you. Lord willing, we'll be with you again. Our next broadcast will be Sunday evening. Amen. As always, at 1900 for the military people. Amen. 7 p.m. for the non-military. Until then, be encouraged. Be at peace. God bless. And amen.